Welcome to How I Hoff with Sarah Norris. As Wim says, you've got to follow the feeling. In other words, the Wim Hof method is not a prescription and it's not dogma. In each episode, we talk to Wim Hof method practitioners to find out how they hoff. Today's guest is Jeroen Runberg. Jeroen was diagnosed with Lyme disease in 2012 after years of struggling with intense chronic pain and numbness that disrupted his entire life, literally his entire life. Jeroen's story is so amazing and we jump right in in the episode, so please enjoy. It's amazing. It, yeah, it brought me so much. Uh, well, I, yeah, yeah. Still amazing. If I look where I came from, which point I started, uh, well, doing, uh, started swimming. Uh huh. <laughs> Just started swimming. No, I, I, yeah. Well, I, I came from a very dark place. Uh, being ill for very long. Uh, Chronic Lyme disease um, started in 2004, and yeah, not knowing what was happening to me, but yes, all these kind of symptoms, feeling pain, uh, tired, uh, not be able to move move a muscle by 2008, I think, just laying on my bed, moving oh. from bed, from my bed to the couch and back, and that was what I could do at that time and uh, having three little kids yeah. running around um, our oldest was born in 2004 and that was the year when I became ill okay but it was well up to 2008 I think that I for the first time heard something about Lyme disease so the first four years I didn't know Mm-hmm. What, what, was I was, what, what, what was happening to me so I just one day I just fell down and it was like over my legs didn't work and I had uh, well all these uh, neurological symptoms mm-hmm. and pain joint joint pain incredible joint pain and so from that perspective being where I am right now yeah. it's just yeah well it's a uh, great great jump forward yeah. feeling so healthy again and feeling so well that's like, like crazy to say because i'm uh, 48 years old and uh-huh. i'm feeling re- better right now than i did when i was 29 when i became ill so oh my gosh that's that's the, that's the yeah the, yeah so it, it yeah the Wim Hof method, method brought me so 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 much it's, yeah that's so it's, powerful um, so we're like already jumping right in and I don't want to like cut you off, but like taking a step back, um, how about introduce yourself and, um, mm-hmm. and then continue and well, so introduce yourself and then I'll ask a question about that whole process for you just to yeah. like get the chronology, right? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I go ahead. Great. And, um, yeah. My name is, uh, Jeroen, uh, Dutch, yeah. Well, like I said, I'm 40, uh, 48 years mm-hmm. old, and living in uh, Heilo near Alkmaar, near Amsterdam, in Holland, just yeah. a small town. And um, yeah, I got uh, a wonderful wife, 
three wonderful kids, mm -hmm. uh, two sons and one daughter. And uh, yeah, uh, swimming uh, since uh, 2016. Uh, 2016. Yeah. So that's a long time to go. So 2004, starting to feel ill, four mm -hmm. years before you received a diagnosis. Yes. In 2008. And was it well, 2000? Actually, actually go ahead. I didn't get the diagnosis at 2008, but that was the first time somebody mentioned uh, Lyme's disease to me. Uh -huh. And then I thought, okay, what, what is this illness? Where where are you talking about? It was my uh, neurological surgeon, how do we call it in, in English? Yeah. Your, your neurologist? Surgeon. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he was operating me because I had this okay. uh, uh, leg ability. Uh, my legs were feeling numb. So okay. he, had, he has to do some surgery on my back because I. they thought I had... Uh, how do you call it in English? Uh, all these, all these medical Yeah, all these medical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we get the we we get the gist. So, yeah, you were with a neurologist. You had just yes. had surgery. You were about to go in surgery, or you did have surgery? I did have surgery, had but it surgery. did work. It did. It did no. not work. Yeah. So, so I still had this problem from right. my legs, which was yeah. numb. They were numb. Num numbness, couldn't walk straight. So, yeah. and he was the first who mentioned, maybe you have Lyme disease. So I went back to my no neurologist and, well, he said, you can have anything, but it isn't Lyme. Huh. Still don't know why, but he said it can be Lyme. But that was the first time I heard Lyme disease. So I started looking up what the heck is Lyme disease and then I saw all these symptoms and I thought it must be Lyme disease yeah so then there started the uh, a whole uh well uh, walk uh, uh by well I think 32 different doctors and uh, so in the end I ended up in Germany for some blood testing in Berlin and mm -hmm. there they found out I actually had Lyme disease or had Lyme disease. Yeah. And with that diagnosis, I went back to the Radboud Ziekenhuis in Nijmegen, the hospital mm -hmm. in Nijmegen, Radboud, you know him from Wim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, circle. they have a Lyme uh, well, a department in the, in the hospital. Okay. Yeah, it's all about, well, how do, how do we cure Lyme? Mm -hmm. And um, well, I came there in 2012, I think, and that was the first time they started to treat me for Lyme disease. Eight years. What were they able I... to do? Hmm? What were they able to do at that point? Were like, were you just well, actually, just not so much. Yeah, <laughs> they just gave me lots of antibiotics. Mm -hmm. lots of... Two and a half years, I have. Yeah, I think I. Well, bags full of uh, antibiotics. Uh -huh. Yes, it helped me a little bit to get up on my feet again, to move mm -hmm. around a little bit. But in, on the other end, the antibiotics just, yeah, well, they wreck your system. Destroyed yeah. my uh, total, uh, yeah, well, total immune system. Everything right. was wrecked. My my stomach, like eating, everything was, yeah, yeah. well, just a big, just a big mesh. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. On one hand, it 
just yeah just put down a little bit of the of all the all the bacteria because i didn't have only lyme disease but i had a few other bacteria in my system as well mm-hmm. also by a tick ba- uh, bite okay and, uh, yeah well so it put down a little bit of that but it's uh, yeah messed up my total mm-hmm. system uh, right my, yeah yeah and through all of this you have you are a father of three young children Yes. Well, actually, my wife had four children. Actually, she had four children in the house Mm -hmm. because I was laying in my bed and walking to the couch. Couldn't work anymore. So by 2015, just I I couldn't work anymore. So disability. Yeah, disability. So Mm -hmm. they, yeah. You call it in Dutch, but yeah, well, I, I couldn't work anymore. So mm-hmm. I was just staying at home and mm-hmm. being there all day. And that was it. Yeah. Wow. So that was my life at that time. That's just not living. Home. When um, when I've seen your social media posts, you spend so much of your time outside. It's obvious that you love being in nature and being mm-hmm. outdoors. So. Yes that was a, like there's another piece of this this illness that disrupted absolutely everything it, like not only your family life your ability to be a father your work life your ability to go to work and then to do the things you love to do like this is the place that you were in and i remember yeah. um when we were in poland together and you telling your story, I think it was like, maybe was it the first night or, or the second night that you were yeah. able to, to share your story and how like you described yourself. And I've shared this honestly so many times during workshops because it's so powerful. Um, But you said you were a broken man when you. Yes, I was. Yeah, I literally. I see uh, that now. There, there were, yeah, there were times uh, I literally, uh, um, yeah, just thought, yeah. It, it better can be over because this right. is not a life yeah Just please let don't yeah don't let me wake up next morning because yeah. it's yeah it's i'm done i'm totally done uh, right put so, much, so much energy putting in getting up every day so much energy putting in actually just function and mm-hmm. be around a little bit in the house and do do my thing so um yeah it's at one point, I just thought, okay, it's well, it better be, it better be over. The the only reason to stay was my wife and my kids, and, and right. then, but for me, it would, yeah, it would be okay to be well, put yeah. me in a coffin and. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. At, like, so not, that's a dark place. Nobody wants to yeah. go there, but like, I understand those. Those are definitely like the thoughts at that moment in time, right? Yeah. Just and it, when the medical system has no answers for you too. Well, they they only could tell me every time like, okay, uh, we don't know what you what what you have, but it's it, mm-hmm. it, it can be Lyme disease. So mm-hmm. it's all in your head. You're making this up. It's, oh goodness! Yeah, that's a terrible thing to hear. <laughs> yes, God. it's it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oof. So yeah. then what was it, um, how did you get to the Wim Hof Method from there? Because you said yeah, that. Yeah, this, this is a great, yeah, well, in 2015, at the end of 2015, I think, then I was taking antibiotics for two and a half years. Uh, I was disabled and couldn't go to work anymore. So I was on, how do you call it, welfare? 
And one night, maybe it was a Wednesday night, I don't know, but it one evening I was watching television and there is this show on television, it's called Paul and Witteman. It's uh, two guys who are doing interviews with random people, famous mm-hmm. people in Holland. And, mm-hmm. and w- one night there was sitting a strange guy with his wild hair <laughs> and great beard. Uh-huh. And he was sitting there together with Bilbo Okos. I don't know if you know him, but he's uh, he was a famous Dutch uh, astronaut. Okay. And he had cancer at that time. And Wim was sitting there together with him, telling something about cold exposure, mm. red work. And he was supporting uh, this astronaut with his process of dealing with his uh, disease, mm-hmm. trying to help him to get uh well feeling better getting better to do the all the well uh, the treatments for for the cancer so Mm -hmm. so so supporting him with the methods what at that time i don't think really already called the wim hof method i don't know maybe around Mm -hmm. the time it just started to call uh, he just started to call it in uh, it uh, wim hof method So he was telling the story about boosting your immune system by doing the Wim Hof method and making some new white uh, blood cells and mm-hmm. uh, well, well, feeling better just by doing this cold exposure and, and breathing exercises. And I thought, okay, maybe this can be something that can help me. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just, yeah, well, it, it hit me and, uh, it, it 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 took me uh, and uh, yeah I thought okay well maybe this is something for me something that can help me in coping with my uh, disease and uh, so I bought uh, Wim's first book what he uh, the book he wrote together with oh is Kuhn it like Long. becoming the Iceman no no it was uh, I, I I don't know maybe it's in English it calls becoming the Iceman but in Holland it calls uh, it, it it is called Koud uh, Kunstje I think it's his first book he wrote together with Koen de Jong okay I don't I'm I have it read yet a small book that. just yeah. uh, I think it's and, called becoming the Iceman I could be wrong or well, like I, I think I think it's it's I like think it's intern- his first book. Mm-hmm. It's the first book, and it's well. It, um, in there, there are a few stories of people uh, uh, who trained with Wim uh-huh. uh, in Poland, uh, climbing Kilimanjaro as well. I think um, some with uh, disabilities, some with uh, coping with uh, symptoms of of underlying uh, illnesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy with Lyme disease as well, and. They all t- were telling this story about um, not about curing, but uh, in the end, it was I think all the stories about well gaining back some um, yeah lust for life, mm-hmm. feeling um, enjoying life more, uh, feeling better, feeling healthier, feeling stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. Happier, uh, healthier, stronger. 
right? <laughs> how, how wonderful can it be? But that that was the main thing I took out of this book. Like, okay, they're not talking about, oh, okay, I'm cured or okay, uh, um, my illness is gone or my disabilities are gone. No, it was all about feeling stronger, feeling happier and, and just um, enjoying life more. So that was what I was looking for when I went uh, a year later to Poland, because that was what I took from the book. Okay, I want to meet Wim. I mm -hmm. want to hear from him what this method can do for me coping with my Lyme disease. I decided yeah. to go to Poland in 2015, and then I asked a friend of mine uh, to, to join me because mm -hmm. I was really bad at the time, not really strong. So felt I needed some support over there. Mm -hmm. So uh, I asked him, do you want to come with me to Poland and uh, join me and support me? And uh, he he said yes. So Your that friend. was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and then I started some crowdfunding too because all, all my, well, my whole story of being ill from mm -hmm. 2004 up to that time said so it cost me a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, wanted to do some crowdfunding to well to get to Poland. Mm -hmm. So uh, we raised a lot of money, uh, so much that we, I could bring another Lyme pa patient with me. Oh. So I uh, asked uh, Joshua, which is his name, uh, to join me on my trip to Poland. He was in a wheelchair at that time, so mm -hmm. he was even worse. Uh, than me, sorry. And um, so uh, around December 2000, yeah, 2016, yeah, mm -hmm. the 1st of December 2016, I think, or end of November 2016, we went to Poland. For a week? For it a was week. just a week-long expedition? Yeah, yeah. It was a week training, and then uh, at the end, uh, up Mount Schneeska. Did you and your, was it Yosef? Did you both go up the mountain? Uh, Joshua. Joshua. Thank Joshua. You. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You did it did. all. We did it all. Yeah. It's, it was amazing because the, actually after two days, I think, uh, I actually felt something I, I couldn't imagine it could possibly happen because I felt stronger after mm -hmm. actually two or three I think cold exposures and breathing exercises by Wim mm -hmm. and well after the second day I think I've, every day I felt better and stronger more able to uh, put pressure on my body again so okay. being able mm -hmm. to walk more to uh, yes my endurance get got better mm -hmm. so uh, actually after two days i just feeling so much better uh, than i did uh, like probably the 10 years before that so yeah. it was like uh, yeah mind-blowing what happened to me uh, sure. in Poland. so yeah that's amazing um and so a week-long expedition, I guess, for people that aren't familiar with them, is when you sign up. Wim does them both in Poland and in Spain, as far as mm -hmm. I know. And then, um, so you did the winter expedition. 
you climbed Nazca, which is the highest peak in the in the Czech Republic. It's around, if I remember right, around. Uh, it's, in, uh, it's in Poland. It's on the border. It's just on the border of uh, Czech and uh, Czech Republic and uh, and Poland. Yeah, uh, and I think yeah. I, you know, this is my Wikipedia knowledge of because yeah. i still haven't been there <laughs> so i think it's the highest point in the czech republic but not necessarily the highest point in poland but it's right i don't on know but it's 1609 meters high so it's it it's a, a pretty steep line yeah and what were the conditions the day you went up uh the weather was wonderful because it was sunny uh-huh freezing cold it was yeah. minus 13 degrees i think oh my gosh and you walked up. Uh, there was this uh, big piles of snow, so we it's a three-hour walk, I mm -hmm. think, up there. Yeah, we started at nine o'clock in the morning, and around twelve thirty, I think, we were at the top. Mm -hmm. Then we had to go back as well, yeah. but it was wonderful. All oh, there's this the the last well a few hundred meters of the climb. There are these rocky stairs, but it. it it was all frozen, and the, the chains around the side of the uh, on the side of the the path mm -hmm. were frozen with these <laughs> big ice peaks on it. It was yeah, it was just wonderful. But it was sunny. Okay. The sky was blue, but it was freezing cold. But it was yeah, it was a wonderful climb. Yeah. Yeah. What were you thinking when you got to the top? Do you remember any like? Like, did you when you uh, set out to? I think. I think. Right? I think. My my most uh, every yeah well everybody asked me of course about climbing Mount Snishka and reaching the top and of course it, this, that's a wonderful um, how do you say it? finale yeah. of the of the whole week yeah but the magic for me happened earlier that week because yeah. uh, the first night we did a um, like a, a, a cold plunge, uh, warming up in the sauna, getting into the ice bed again uh, uh, at mm -hmm. Wim's house. And that a few, uh, several times, uh, well, and the first ice bed was like, it was hell. But yeah. after, after the after the third or second or fourth time, I think, wow. I was sitting there in th this ice bed and there was yeah, there something magical happened like I was just sitting there feeling like kind of uh, one with the universe looking at the stars mm. the sky was clear as uh, as oh, I, I don't know I <laughs> can describe Fine, it but, yeah. yeah it was total clarity uh, looking at the stars sitting there by myself and not noticing that there were people getting in and out and it just was so yeah, I just suddenly felt back into my body. I think uh, the body that I just put a red cross over. Right. I think well, ten years before that, because I didn't feel the connection with my body. Mm -hmm. I just was separated from my body because mm -hmm. I was feeling so much pain and just was living in my head and just thought, okay, I'm a walking head. That body mm -hmm. that is uh, well, I can throw it away because it's not it not it is not use, uh, useful anymore to me. So I was, and at that moment, uh, near Wim's house in this ice bed, it all fell together. I just, yeah, it just fell back into my body. And that, that gave me so much, it was so, yeah, so powerful that moment for me. So yeah. 
if I have to describe one magical moment of that week, that that's it. And of course, climbing Mount Shneshka is wonderful and reaching the top together with eight, I think it was 80, yeah, 80 other people yeah. Uh, together. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just great because you're celebrating reaching the top and celebrating that moment together. But mm-hmm. the magic for me really- happened a few days earlier. Right. It was and on the first night, which is really inspiring, too. I mean, and hopeful, right? Yeah. Well, it blew my mind. So, yeah. So you've been sold on it ever since then. You went for that one week and then you were able to go home and and maintain your practice. Yeah, that was very heavy, too, because you're in Poland. You're with 80 other people feeling the vibe. Wim is bringing it uh, hard. Mm-hmm. So um, then you went, you went, uh, yeah, you go home and then you have to pick it up for yourself. Yeah. And then you're standing at, uh, well, 5.30 in the morning because the rest of the house is sleeping and you're standing there with your yoga mat. <laughs> <laughs> Never used a yoga mat before, so I thought, okay. <laughs> Laying down your yoga mat, doing mm-hmm. some breathing exercises, put, putting an, uh, a tub in, in mm-hmm. the backyard, mm-hmm. filling it with cold water. It was January at the mm-hmm. time. And then, okay, how am I going to do this? And, well, finding out that for yourself and mm-hmm. find a um, routine in that was very hard the first few weeks because I'm coming from this well, amazing vibe in Poland, and then okay. bring it, bringing it into your own routine mm-hmm. was very hard. But I, yeah, well, just every morning I get up at five thirty and putting my yoga mat down, did my breathing exercise, going to the backyard, taking mm-hmm. my cold plunge, and did that for, uh, well, uh, well, day after day after day, and after I think uh, a few weeks, four or five weeks routine kicked in and then I start feeling better mm-hmm. then I go to physiotherapy and starting to work out a little bit connecting with my body a little bit more try to do some sports again start to run uh, wow. I think after a few months and I think a year later I run uh, a quarter I think yeah a quarter of a marathon uh huh. Bye on the beach. Wow. And so what? That that was one year later. Uh huh. And then I thought, okay, I'm on my way back. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. See, this is what I mean. What I was like, you are an outdoors guy. <laughs> so like, for that to be your one year mark was like of celebration. Is yeah. A marathon on the beach. That's wonderful. Marathon on the beach. Well, a quarter of a marathon, but. Yes, I, also, I also learned in uh, Poland uh, to to feel more love for myself, so not yeah. pushing it uh, pushing it to uh, to the edge again. Mm-hmm. So I was aiming for half a marathon, but mm-hmm. the two days before uh, the start, I changed it to a quarter mm-hmm. because I thought it's yeah. Well, w- uh, when I do a half of a marathon, I'm breaking myself down again, and then I can start all mm. over again. Yeah. So and that was a good decision. And uh, at the well, at the finish, there were my wife and my three kids. So it was yeah. wonderful to run. Yeah. You know, and after that, I thought, okay, now what? Uh-huh. I want to share this uh, with uh, other Lyme patients, so mm-hmm. other patients with chronic Lyme disease. So I called Wim, I think, and uh, Isabel. 
to talk about doing a line trial mm -hmm. uh, with uh, 21 line patients. And we did that in 2017 at WIMS uh, training center in Struh in mm -hmm. Holland. And that was also uh, amazing uh, to do with uh, 10 weeks. Uh, yeah, 10 weeks course we did, uh, like uh, there were coming every week to Struh to train mm -hmm. with Wim or another dis instructor because I wasn't instructor at that time. Mm -hmm. So I just, uh, well, uh, there were a, a lot of wonderful instructors that were you know, willing to help uh, for free to, to do this. And uh, Wim uh, and uh, Inner Fire also did everything for free to, to wow. you know, just to see if it would work for other Lyme patients as well. Yeah, so we we had a water, wonderful, amazing, yeah, an amazing ten weeks, and um, at the end there were a, a lot of uh, participants, like fifteen of twenty one, I think, that actually felt a lot better after doing all the exercises, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so it was great. Were they, as far as the study went, were they asked to continue daily at home or was it just kind of like commit to this one time each week that you come and, oh, and no, you no. We, we, they all got a, a workbook so mm -hmm. they have to practice at home. So practice uh, cold showering, practice breathing exercise, pra practicing going out in the snow because it was, it, we started in November, I think, and we ended up in January. Mm -hmm. So it was snowy, so they go outside and go into the snow. And yeah, it was wonderful. There's all these pictures came up uh, on Facebook and uh, yeah, uh, in the group uh, group to, yeah, well, everybody was going outside into the snow, making snow angels. Uh -huh. so, yeah. <laughs> so it was uh, every week a training with, uh, with Wim or another instructor. Mm -hmm. So one con contact moments uh, each week and mm -hmm. uh, training at home uh, gotcha. by, by a workbook. And they have to keep up uh, scores by how do you feel? Uh, what what do you feel? What do you, uh, yeah, well. Mm -hmm. And have you kept in touch with um, the participants? Uh, most of them I still uh, speak and, uh, and some of my... Some of them I work with right now because okay. they are also, well, not Wim Hof instructors, but doing yoga or doing uh, uh, breathing exercises uh, wow. from other. Uh, uh -huh. uh, so, so the, the, some of them I work with right now. So, it's, and they're doing well. So, that's awesome. So, when you say you work with them, is it in your workshops or is it yeah, something? Sometimes else? I combine things. So, in a Wim Hof method, uh, combining with with some other techniques to to, uh, to do something about stress release or something about. Uh, well, uh, there are so, so many techniques who are, who are wonderful. So, combining is sometimes great. Mm -hmm. So. I do yep. the Wim Hof workshops, uh, like fundamentals, advanced, uh, mm -hmm. sometimes the weekend, but also combining some stuff with, with other yeah. techniques. Gotcha. So. No, and that's really nice and good variety for, yeah. for people to experience. And do you still focus your work mostly with um, people with chronic Lyme disease or do you have like an outlet for that? Uh, not necessarily, but almost every. Well, I, I did, uh, I, I think a few weeks ago, I did for, we got a, an organization in, in Holland who is, um, well, try to take care of all the 
chronic Lyme patients in Holland to to uh, to to lobby uh, uh, towards uh, the politicians mm -hmm. or to, yeah well uh, uh, and this organization invited me a few weeks ago to do two workshops for mm -hmm. Lyme patients. Um, so most of the Lyme patients in Holland, uh, one way or another, uh, are finding me. Uh -huh. So I don't have to go uh, out there to to say, okay, yeah, I'm here and uh, right. I'm, I'm trying to help people with Lyme because they already are finding me. So that's wonderful. Yeah. And then my doctor in the Rutbout Ziekenhuis uh, in the hospital in Nijmegen also are is sending some people towards me right now. So that's really wow. great. Yeah. Catching, it's catching on that yeah. this is something that is available. Yes. Yeah. And potentially for sure, helpful. For sure. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's really exciting um, and really remarkable. And so usually, let me, before I ask our wrap up question, let me ask you this. Where do you, where do you go from here? Like, do you see um, these connections with Lyme being something like, is that, since that was your original intention in becoming an instructor was that you wanted to help others with chronic mm -hmm. Lyme disease. Um, do you see a pathway now in which there's more of a, a space for you to, to focus on that or are you still um, just kind of letting it come how it is? A, a little bit of, of both. Mm -hmm. um, I really would like to do um, uh, something I did with Wim and Isabel in 2017. Yeah. Uh, with a group of Lyme patients taking it from day one to, well, 10 weeks later, maybe and doing but it's uh, very intensive uh, how do mm -hmm. you say it yeah intense yeah. Yeah. intense uh, to do uh, um, and um, well i'm just looking at how i can get that in a in a form to to bring it to those line patients and, and i'm really uh -huh. looking together with another guy uh, who was also on the line trial in 2017 to as an instructor, mm -hmm. also had chronic Lyme disease as well, to to see how we can pull this off. But it's mm -hmm. it, it can yeah well it can be really intense to do. So I now well ask line patients to join just the regular fundamentals or advanced or do one on ones. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they come alone to me or with somebody who supports him uh, him mm -hmm. or her to to join a workshop and do it uh, a one-on-one -on -one, or they are joining uh, the workshops uh, i do right now so gotcha no special um uh, things for line patients at the moment but mm -hmm. well i really want to yeah so that's that's still in your sight yeah. that's still yes. your vision yeah amazing wonderful i like i can't wait to watch that unfold. I mean, is that what you find with like the Wim Hof method is that when you begin it, no matter where you are, like what stage you are in your illness, um, just that immediate decrease in inflammation and in pain that you experience through the method 
it's going to just put a pause on all of the symptoms, even though, you know, like, of course, if you didn't do it, then it would all come back in. Like you said, it's not a cure, but it is a, a way to manage. It's and a way to manage, but in the end, I think, uh, if, if I, if, yeah, well, when I look at myself now, mm-hmm. I don't have to put up this much practice as I did before. So in okay. the beginning, I had to practice every day to, to, to build up my energy, to build up my strength, to build. And, and now if I, I skip a week, mm-hmm. it's okay. So I'm, I'm be, became a lot stronger mm-hmm. during and you this. decreased your inflammation significantly yes 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 that's yeah. it yeah yeah which is a big part of the disease is that inflammation it's yeah almost everything yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it um, yeah so so that is the last question is um how do you hoff today like what is your practice because i'm sure there are going to be a lot of people that are like okay exactly how do you do it <laughs> exactly, <do>. exactly. <laughs> what is the prescription <laughs> i'm really freestyling right now because <laughs> yeah this may be not what they want to hear because they were like you said you put in the work early on and you yes, got yourself yes, to a point I, I, wasn't, I wasn't freestyling in the beginning it right. was a, a really hard work to get uh, uh how do you say it uh, uh, yeah, just a daily routine build up yeah, a daily habit. routine just get up, uh, well, a half an hour earlier or, well, an hour earlier if you need an hour mm-hmm. and and give yourself the time to, yeah, well, to practice, just mm-hmm. practice and find your own flow. That, in the end, that's, that's what it is. It's finding your own flow because uh, in the beginning, it's all... Okay, it's kind of weird, like what, 35 times breathing, 40 times breathing in, going into retention. Okay, what is retention? Well, you, you're, you're just, yeah. Yeah. It's like so, a big journey of discovering how this method works for you. It's mm-hmm. like, it's really a journey. And, and if look at it uh, as if it's a journey and don't feel... Uh, like okay I'm doing it wrong or I'm doing it right or I need to time my retention time because it's very important to have three minutes of retention time it's not Mm -hmm. it's just discovering yourself it's just finding out who you are by this method and yeah enjoying also enjoying this method it's not necessary to feel like it's hard work Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I did it as well in the beginning. I was also timing my retention times, and mm-hmm. I was okay. I have yeah, to do yeah. this right, and okay. I was distracted all the time because I was laying on a yoga mat in my in my living room, and my children were waking up, and I, oh no, they're waking up! Help, help! <laughs> it's now it's all wrecked, and it's all wrong, and it's okay. I have to start over again, and I was angry, and okay, so it. it of course, it can be dead in the beginning, but it, it's not necessary. Yeah. Just it's all about finding your own flow and your own energy, and well, maybe rediscovering yourself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for that. Um, and uh, so you said you can skip a week, but do you typically like if everything? My normal week like- as well. Every day of uh, every week, I take a dip in in the ocean or in the sea, in the North uh-huh. Sea. Uh, because uh, we live near, really near the coast of uh, of uh, of Holland, 
Um, so every week I go with two friends to the beach and uh, we take a dive every every Sunday morning, like right. around eight o'clock. We, we go in and that's mm-hmm. that's a routine we never skip. We try mm-hmm. to never skip, almost never skip. Yeah. And uh, and that's that's a nice thing. So if you want to go into nature and enjoying cold exposure in nature, find yourself a few friends who enjoy yeah, yeah well, who enjoy it too, and and go together. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a uh, how do you call it? A big stick uh, behind you, like yeah. okay, we go. Yeah. We we just uh, agree on going every Sunday, so we go every Sunday. Yeah. So that's the one thing I do. I do my breathing exercise when I feel to. Uh, so mm-hmm. sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's in the evening. Uh, after my workshop, I go in an ice bath because I because it's there. Uh, yeah. That's that's the great uh, pro of having a, uh, of giving a Wim Hof uh, uh-huh. workshops. So uh, or afterwards you can go in your own ice bath. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, in the winter time, I have this uh, bath in my backyard mm-hmm. and, uh, the water is cold enough yeah and uh, i go in i have some friends who are huffing so they have all uh, uh, an ice bed or a cold bath at home so sometimes i go over there and do nice. some breathing exercise or uh, some cold exposure so yeah yeah that's that's amazing. So yeah, like you truly have made it your own and you've truly yeah. made it work for you in your life and you don't have to be dogmatic about it or prescriptive no, about it. It feels very it, yeah. it really comes very natural to me right now. Yeah. So I yeah. That's great. And it cold showers. Mm-hmm. Also yep. like taking a shower and uh, yeah. And turning it to cold when you don't have yeah. that cold opportunity. When I finish. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so thank my you. Kids do as well. What's that? My kids do it as do well. Do they? All three of them? Yeah, yeah. That's Some, right. Yeah, when yeah, they, yeah. Sometimes often. they do, sometimes they don't. But it's, yeah. it's wonderful to see that when I, sometimes I go in, into the shower and I see the, the how do you call it? Oh, the yeah. nozzles on cold. Yeah, it's, it's on, the, uh-huh. on, the, on the cold. So uh-huh, on that's the, awesome. I think, my yes. No, my hmm? kids don't. Not yet, no? but no, <laughs> the minor, <laughs> minor younger, I guess. So I have an 11 year old and a 16 year old. Mm-hmm. And, um, so they're just like, and since I just started doing this when like, uh, in 2019, so it's been four years. So yeah, it was just like, they've fallen at that age where it's just like, what are you doing? What is this about? Mm-hmm. This is your thing. It's not my thing kind of, you know, but like my hope is that as they get older, they'll come to it when they're ready, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. the wonderful thing because you don't have to tell them to do it. They yeah. just see you doing it mm-hmm. and they see what it does for you. Right. Well, and my, my oldest will sometimes come and help me with workshops. And so that for me is like so crucial right. because she sees the impact, like the, uh, not only do other people pay for this experience, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but like seeing the impact of like how excited and happy and joyful they are to like yeah. jump right into it and, and how much fun they have with it. So, yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Lead by example. Oh, Tell them yeah, what lead you do, by but just leading by example. Absolutely. That's all you can do sometimes. <laughs> just hope for the yeah, best well, as a parent. Certainly at this age. Yeah. Right? Like, exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Yaren, for, for joining me and taking this time out and sharing your story. I think so many people are going to just get so much from it. I know that I have. I'm always inspired whenever I think of you. And I honestly like talk about you a lot at like every single workshop <laughs> because it's just like, <laughs> yes. Thank you. You're amazing. You're wonderful. And you have an incredible journey that you've gone on. Yes. With all it was an incredible journey. And after now I can say it brought me a lot. But... Yeah. So beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you again. Enjoy your evening. Thank and you. I will talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you very much. And thank you for joining us for this episode of How I Hoff. It is truly a pleasure to spend this time with you. As always, I'd like to remind you that the information on this podcast is presented for educational and entertainment purposes only. The content does not reflect the viewpoint of Wim Hof or his methods organization, Interfire. All experiences are personal to the speaker and are not meant to be taken as medical advice. Before beginning any wellness practice, including the Wim Hof Method, it is always recommended to speak with your doctor. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on all your favorite podcast sites. It will help others to find us and utilize this free resource. Until next time, this is Sarah Norris with How I Hawk.